What's up? Yo. Hey. Hey, we meet again. I, you know what? I feel like this is going to be a common occurrence, us meeting. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, si- 7 o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday, and we don't give a fuck about football. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I like watching it sometimes. I hope uh, Tom Brady loses. I, okay. uh, yeah, um, I, I was thinking that he's probably the last Horcrux in Trump's uh, arsenal before evil is truly <laughs> destroyed. Uh, I don't care if he's the – I do not care if he's the greatest um, quarterback of all time. He's still trash. You hear that, New England? He's trash. I went really close to the mic. I hope that's I like not it. really too too intense. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I hope this microphone works. It's probably not working. I don't care. It's fine. I th- Hi. I think- <laughs> <laughs> this is Cityscape. With a pink font. With a pink font. <laughs> now to the task at hand. I'm sorry. Um, I'm Paige. I'm Miranda, the host. The co-host. And, <laughs> and, I- <laughs> and before, we, before we press record... Uh, I'm recording in the dark with this laptop being my only light because I have a headache. So this is going to be, this is going to be fun. Cause for our, de- for our dedicated listeners, I did give Paige the option to not record, but being the, the champ that she is, she's going to soldier through so we can gonna... bring a couple more episodes to you. It's going to be great. I've taken Advil. I'm set. I'm so happy for you. I'm drinking blueberry Moscato tonight. <laughs> oh, that's the theme drink? I mean, is it a theme or is it just a choice? <laughs> uh, blueberry. Well, considering we're talking about Mary people today, aren't we? Um, yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. Episode three, Bay of Married Pigs. Oh, God. <clears throat> yep. Should you recap? All right. Yeah. So episode three is called Bay of Married Pigs. And it begins with Carrie going on vacation to like, I guess, a Hampton house with her married friends, Patience and Peter. And Wallace there, she runs into Peter in the hallway and he doesn't have underwear on. So he's just hanging out, dick a swinging. And and, Tom, <laughs> and and that's how the episode kicks off with with the 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 wife sending her home after Carrie brings it up and is like, hey, uh, this was weird. Um, and then the entire episode is just about the the group uh, assessing life being single in comparison to to married folks. And um, Carrie gets set up with a man who's like, according to her, that rare elusive breed of a man who wants to get married in Manhattan and is just like willing to make that happen with whomever. And he throws a party, of uh, a housewarming party in his apartment and Carrie brings the group and it's all a bunch of couples that are married and then the group. Samantha and gets- it's awkward. Very awkward. Samantha gets lit as fuck and it's great. Um, I have a couple notes about that moment per, per usual with anything that has to do with Samantha. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Carrie's like, 
uh, deuces, this doesn't work. I try, I was trying you on and it just doesn't fit. And the man is like, meh, women say they want to get married, but then they all leave. And Carrie sets him up with Charlotte, who breaks up with him after two weeks because they have different China interests. And I have all kinds of notes about that. I thought that was delightful. I, um, <laughs> I, the, I, I love how her notes are, are usually different than mine, but it's usually, yeah, uh, it's usually connected, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a different, different angle. And <laughs> as, as is the hope, closer. really, as is super, the hope. it'd be super boring if we just like said the same things. Oh yeah. Um, I'm just good. Can I just jump in with my with my first note? Let's go. Let's get this shit. Rolling. Okay. So what when um when she's in the at the beginning of the episode when she's in the house with her married friend, and Peter yes uh yeah. comes out naked. The first thing I thought was just like hmm. I immediately started going through my mental my mental list of uh, married couples that I know who. If if the dude came out with his dick hanging out, it wouldn't be weird. And I could only name, well, I'm not going to name them, but I could only like name two couples uh, right off the bat that I was like, okay, if he came out with his dick swinging, we'd all laugh and it it be it wouldn't be a thing. Um, <laughs> that's where my brain went. I was like, I wonder if this would actually happen. Would, would the would the wife be cool with it? And there are only two wives in my married group that would be cool with it. Well, see, and it's funny because like my immediate thought was um, to like behavior that like married men participate in, like just generally, and like the his affect throughout the entire like presentation was just so like there's nothing wrong with anything I'm doing right now like I am so unbothered and it was like it's my house she's walking around my house and she's here during naked time so I'm not going to change my habits because I have company yeah I just think I thought his his affect generally was just super interesting because in comparison to patients like the wife being so like the fuck is wrong with like what why why did Carrie see your penis? Like he's like, oh, I just was going to the bathroom. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. It it's one of those like surreal pl- plot points. Like I I don't think that this is how it would play out in real life, regardless. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's that's what I that's what I found really odd about it is that okay who who did she know them both did she know them because there's a difference between like a married couple that you have known before they were married like Mm -hmm. separately and like somebody who marries into your friends group like Mm -hmm. I had so many questions like if if Peter and Constance had been somebody that she had been people that she'd known like before they were married like it would have been a like it just it just would have been different, like <laughs> all around, like all, like everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, and that- piggybacking off of that. So like transitioning, my first note was after that initial scene and the group is talking and just this idea of like married, married women versus single women. And like, Oh God. 
and Samantha's quote of like, if you're still single, you're the enemy. And like that, it's such a, I think that that is like a thought that some people have, like, if you're still single, like as a woman, you're, you're a threat to other people. Well, um, well, I, I hate myself for even quoting this, but there is a musical called The Last Five Years. And there is this song where, where uh, Jamie says, everybody tells you that the minute you get married, every woman in the world will suddenly find you attractive. Uh-huh. And that's not true. It only affects the kind of women you always wanted to sleep with. And that's why we're a threat. Right. Because... Yeah, like it's it's a perception that like, oh, he's married. That means he he has his shit together. Well, I want some of that. I've except no. No. I've never gone after a married person. I've gone after somebody who's taken. And naturally that did not work out. And that was wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> But I've never gone after a married person. Uh, yeah, you know. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, boom. Right out of the, boom, the bullet right out of the gate. Boom. So, so I feel like I, I have life experiences that I am going to talk about at some point in this podcast, but I'm going to save them for oh, further yeah. down the line. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I was like. The plot, the plot doth thicken in this show. So I'll just like save it. I'll save my, I'll save my shame. Oh yeah. Like I already just put it out. Like, well, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't like, yeah, most, it just fizzled out real quick, you know? Oh man. (laughs) Anyways. What a delicate topic. What a delicate topic. I promise I'm not that person. It would, he, it, it was weird. It was just a weird situation. And (laughs) I just like Carrie and the uh dude with the dick. (laughs) I I think, I think that it ultimately comes down to like, we, we, we try to make things black and white, right. From a morality standpoint. And obviously there are things that are just inherently wrong. um, And what's hard is that relationships are just really they're, they're complicated and people are complicated. And, um, I think, you, you know, they're, oh, yeah, scenarios are complicated, especially yeah. when, when there's there, when there's an idea that somebody should be happy in a situation and they're not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they hang on, they hang their hopes on that one mm-hmm. person or that one thing to actually make them happy and that's not exactly that's not exactly who you are that's not exactly who the other person is like there's it is immensely more complicated than just than 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 just right or wrong for sure and that being said what's your next note page um what really pissed me off was was this the the one interview that they made with the one with the one uh, married lady. Oh God, and that she's woman! She's just like you're living an empty life of stunted adolescence, and I kept on 
listening, this this episode was a series of lists for me. I'm like, well, while I was living in living a life of stunted adolescence, uh, I wrote some musicals, made some decent theater, and am free to continue to do so without mm-hmm. having any sort of outside or or another person to to ride my coattails or to to keep me from doing that. So mm-hmm. oh, that, that really pissed me off, but I think it was designed to piss that line was designed to piss people off. For sure. Well, just like yeah. the I the note I took on that was like is getting married really the sign of being a grown-up? Like is that is that the penultimate move of of maturation is marriage? Like what the fuck? I, how, how is like, and I think that some people do believe that like, well, um, I'm a grown up now. So I guess that means I need to marry somebody. And I think that that leads to a lot of really unhappy married couples because they settle into things because that's just the next step. Oh, yeah. I, I've been with this person. It's time to settle down and be a grown up regardless of how healthy or compatible this relationship really is, grown-ups do this. And I don't understand how that's like, that's, that's the pinnacle of being uh, an adult. Yeah, this, this, this episode just bring, this episode just really brought out the, just not the scorn in me but just like the 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 like it i rolled my eyes more times during this episode mm-hmm. than i have during anything anything else um and i think what really pissed me off the it, it, it's an avalanche of piss page off <laughs> with this with this episode because then carrie's walking down the street and she bumps into this dude who she used to i'm assuming she she had a relationship with him mm-hmm. um when he was straight when he, when he was straight and and um him and his partner talk uh, talk immediately about like oh she would be perfect let's let's talk let's uh, how about uh, how about you we we talk and you can provide us an egg cuz we're trying to have a baby and she's just like great now I'm just being used for my eggs. And I'm like, woman, you live in a, look at that apartment you have in New York. Like eggs cost money. Like they're, they're going to pay you for your eggs. You, you better, you better pony up my friend. Uh, <laughs> Cause I would sell. I'm too old to sell my eggs. And that was another thing that I really felt bad about. It was like, I think, I think like the the ideal age for egg donations is around is in your your late twenties. Mm. So I was even thinking there. I was like, oh no! Once you turn thirty one, they're going to start looking at your eggs. Like, hmm. I haven't done any research on this, so please don't get mad. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm it's, just it's, talking it's, about eggs, man. <laughs> it's what's for breakfast. It's what's um, for breakfast. How do you like your eggs? fertilized (laughs) um see it's interesting that that was your thought because like that I resonated with Carrie's um 
like disdain, like her reaction at it of like, okay, so not, you know, I'm not sure what's going on with this married world in general. And now it's, I'm not even marriage material. I'm just like an egg farm. And, and like, I'm, I'm not even a person, like, I'm just seeing, like, and I, I kind of like got that she just met this person and he immediately was like, we need this bitch's eggs. Like, what the fuck? I just met you. Well, no. I mean, I don't know how long she'd been seeing that one dude though. No, no, no. Like I'm saying the partner. Oh, the, the partner. Oh yeah. Literally the partner. The, it's the partner who made that suggestion. Like, Oh yeah, I'm the like, partner went poaching immediately and was just yes. like, "Yes, <laughs> let's get her and it's like, eggs, no, sir." No, anyway, that is I found that upsetting. Um, oh, you see, I you were upset by it. I was upset that she was upset because I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, that's money. <laughs> yeah, you need I mean, someone to pay for your shoes because I mean, I'm sorry, like twenty five cents a word." Whatever you're getting paid at the magazine, it's not gonna do it. Um, I my next note was moving into um, Carrie talking about this idea of like figuring out single people. Um, and I think that's between both like her plot point and Miranda's plot point, which frankly is one of my least favorite subplot points in the show is Miranda getting set up with a lesbian and like playing on that because she finally was getting like invited to things for work. Oh God. That, and that was just, that was just, I think part of what, bad form. I th- yeah. I think part of what bothers me about it is that like, just, First of all, maybe maybe to give some diversity to the it, female experience, they could have had either like a bisexual person in the group or or a lesbian. Like I don't think it's like that out of left field. And and they didn't. And the fact that Cynthia Nixon is herself a lesbian. <laughs> like yeah, like in real life. So I always like I always think about like what her perspective must have been. I mean, I obviously it's just acting like Yeah, but I don't think she was out then. I think you're right. I don't yeah, think Yeah, I think out. I think she was still married to a man at that point. Who was her first husband? We'll look that up later. The dramaturgy <laughs> is strong. The dramaturgy's strong for this per, episode. Per usual. <laughs> but anyway, back to the the note of like this idea of like figuring out single people because like, I do think that you see it in, like, Bridget Jones's diary. Like, yeah, what is it with all the single women? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you still single? Like, what what is your, your uh, major defect that's preventing you from settling down with someone? And it's like, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't met the right fucking person yet. Like. Yeah. Like, also, chill, people. Mind your own business. <laughs> No, that's never going to happen. Like, mind your... Uh, yeah, that's another thing is, like, when you say mind your own business, like, clearly their lives are really boring that they have to meddle in yours. Hello. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Or just, like, really unsatisfying. Yes. 
But to add on to to your Miranda and the lesbian uh, storyline, that lesbian was surprisingly cool with it. Like, she was willing to just go, like, yeah, I'll, I'll hold up this charade. Yeah, I, like, that moment when they get invited to the dinner and Randa's like, yeah, we'd love to, and the the Sid Sid was her name the the lesbian character, she was like, okay, like sure we're gonna do we're doing this. It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? You you know what Miranda can't became skipper for that moment and just coaxed that poor lesbian lady into strong strong arm that woman into going into that dinner. Terrible. Oh yeah. Oh god. And. I think that's all I had to say was that that lesbian was really cool with it. (laughs) Pretty chill. Pretty chill. Like pretty chill. A lot more chill than I would have been. Um, But I, well, I probably, no, wouldn't I, would I have left the ball game under a misunderstanding? No, no, I wouldn't have. I mean, I, no. So then my notes transition into the scene at the party. So I don't know if you have anything else before getting into the the party time. No, that was my next note. And now I'm trying to trans translate my last note. Cause li- literally I was just like, um, that situation between Samantha and that guy at the party is real. And then I didn't put anything to explain that because I think I was probably on cold meds. <laughs> And didn't. Anyways, continue. No, I, I was in that, that, that is like a super real moment. And it's so like, it's upsetting to watch because like, it, it was such an innocent, like non-threatening conversation. And the, this woman is just like, honey, I need you in the other room. I'm his wife. Like. Oh my God. I just now remembered why that hit me so hard. I, I was waiting. Oh God. Okay. That, that, oh my God. I just now remembered. Cause I even put like, talk about this. So I was actually, I was at a friend's wedding and I was talking to a man, to, to a married man, uh, outside. And he was telling me about some book that he, that he wrote, that, that he was like reading or something like something intellectual. And that's the thing. When you talk to me, like I can, I'm a, I am gifted in the art of conversation. I can talk about almost anything and just make it work. Miranda has seen Miranda, the host, not Miranda, the character. Um, (laughs) Miranda has seen this happen. It's true. I have. It goes, it could go for like five minutes to 45 without, without any issues. And this dude's wife came outside and looked real mad about it and then said, Oh, it's just you. And then went back inside. Like <laughs> she saw that it was like they were just talking to me, and all of a sudden she didn't feel threatened. Like, and I'm like, that was weird. Uh, so anyway, that was yeah. Mm-hmm. My my first note from that party has to do with Samantha again when she's a little bit more lit. And she's like, I fucked that guy. I fucked that guy. I fucked that guy. Like, 
I fucked all these people. <laughs> and I feel like it's such a layered feeling of like, okay, so r- either running into people that you slept with before they got married who are now married but didn't marry you or that you had like a casual one night stand with thinking that you're both single and then come and find out that like these motherfuckers are married and like I was never supposed to see you again and now we're all in a room together this is horrible feel like it's it's basically like the indie theater dating scene. Oh God. Oh man, that's that's I think that's the thing. No need no need to go into it. But like I think no. everybody has been, I think uh, yeah, like and I'm and I am I am a I'm an elephant with a long memory. Or is it, it's the cats that have long memories, right? No, it's elephants. <laughs> okay, so I was getting it right. I, I have a long memory, so like there are some parties that I go into, and I'm just like that person's been with this person, this person, this person, and after and after a while, everyone's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> there was you know, a time. There was a time where I was dating someone and went to a dinner with that person and like three other people. And as we were leaving, I was speaking with one of the other people, not my partner. And they were like, did it strike you while we were all sitting there that we've all essentially slept together because we've all dated one or more people that were sitting at that table. And I was like, yeah, I was trying not to think about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't date within that social circle or at least like no nobody nobody in 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 certain that I know of is attracted to me. So Oh, that wasn't said that I didn't that, don't I know you're you're laughing because you're like, "Oh, Paige, don't say that." I was like, "No." No, I get it. The energy. It's just, yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm too, uh, I'm too abrasive for some people. I don't know why I feel compelled to note for our listeners that Paige and I are both Scorpios. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but but I like both, the, we're both entirely Scorpios, but on like different spectrums. Yeah, I was gonna say, but like on the opposite, like on different sides of the Scorpio spectrum, because she was born at the beginning of of the Scorpio month, and I was born at the end. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> my my friend Jay, my friend Jason. Uh oh yeah, I I just totally named named a name. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jason. My my friend my friend Jason was just like, oh there there are some people there are some people who like you, Paige. They just they are just too afraid to approach you. <laughs> so I was just like, and he doesn't lie about shit like that. So I'm like, whatever. So anyways, people, come on, just be cool, man, and be reliable. <laughs> reliable yet dangerous and um, if you know and if you know if i know personally at least five other people you've slept with it ain't gonna work out 
You're and not that's like, not because I am not sex positive. It's the fact that like we all know each other's shit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna be anonymous. <laughs> I just wanna fuck someone who hasn't fucked my friends. No, just um, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> anyway, so what's your next note? Uh, I only I only I have a couple more. <laughs> I, I only have a couple more, so my next note was that doorman got fired, <laughs> which is not a great segue at all. Um, so for the listeners who don't watch the show or have not, don't remember this episode. So Samantha gets lit as fuck. Charlotte takes her home and, and Samantha like, is like, oh, that doorman, flirty, flirty, flirty. And so she wakes up from the couch goes back downstairs in her underwear and coat and invites the doorman back up to Charlotte's to like have sex with him. And he did. Oh yeah. He was like, well, this is it. (laughs) All I can do is respect it. Like all, all like the, like just the, the sheer confidence of like, owning who you are and not giving a fuck about it like i i i appreciate it a lot and oh I yeah admire and, it. <laughs> i like because it it usually it would strike me as whimsical but uh but like no there's probably there's probably some it, it that probably works more often than it doesn't approaching someone in your underwear with your coat never mind it was mighty whimsical (laughs) i don't think it ever happens (laughs) if you've ever experienced being approached by someone in their underwear and a coat and have they've propositioned you for sex please let us know wait okay i did have a friend who always answered the door naked stop it yeah what? I yeah. mean, that's great. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was one of those things where I'd text them before I would, like, a good 15 minutes <laughs> to give them, like, a head start some to put some clothes on because, like, clear, like, nothing was happening with me because I just, I just wasn't, right. I, I just wasn't there or wasn't in, into it, but, like, Still wanted to be friends, but no, still kept on happening. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, it happened like, like at least three times. Hmm. Interesting. But it's fine. It's it? fine. I don't talk to them anymore. Fair enough. Just, just because parting away is not because they piss me off or anything. Yeah. So I guess that's that's my weird Samantha story. And I was just like, <laughs> I texted you and said that I was on my way. Could you put on some pants and a shirt? Um, and that's how asexuals handle those situations. Magical. Magical. Excellent. <laughs> with the finesse, <laughs> with the finesse and asexual requires. <laughs> I haven't thought about that person in like <laughs> so long either. 
I'm so glad we're thinking about them now. I was like, now I was like, wait a minute. That has happened to me. And I was on the receiving end. <laughs> Incredible. It's okay. That was all my notes. Oh, that was it? I did say, oh, wait a minute. I have one last note. Um, you already covered it. Never mind. Which one? Oh, um, when when uh, Carrie sets that one dude up with Charlotte because mm-hmm. she like just smelled the desperation for marriage, <laughs> and she broke up with him over dishes. Honestly, though, I liked that. I like so like, you know, we were talking last week about um how the group overall, like, save for Samantha, like they are not necessarily fully um actualized like they there's a lot of insecurity or self-doubt but I I appreciated that like that's a moment of Charlotte like having an understanding of herself through something superficial like preference of China but like understanding like wow our like our tastes are so different on something like this it's not going to work like there's no I don't know. I broke up with someone once because they kept using the wrong from form of your in text messages. So like, see, so- I was looking at it from, from a different perspective saying that there, well, you can't compromise on grammar, but dish. <laughs> you can't. Or can you? No. Um, or dish, <laughs> but like dish styles and like decorations decorations you can like compromise on like I found that interesting that like oh that's what you broke up broke up with him with over you didn't not because he was a Trump supporter or 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 like was pro-white supremacy pro-racism uh believed in conspiracy theories um was that the Capitol on January 6th? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, that's, oh, you broke up with him over dishes. We have bigger problems than dishes, my friend. Yeah, and no, I, that's, I get that. And that's why, that's why I was like, what the fuck, woman? Do you want to get married or not? <laughs> I I think I just appreciated that, like, yeah, she absolutely, like, it's it's definitely a part of her character that she wants to get married, and that's important, but, like, she still knows herself well enough to know that, like, sure, you can compromise on on things like dishes or the, the small stuff that doesn't matter, but knowing, like, your taste and whether or not it's compatible with someone else's, like, that shit does matter over time, I think. Like, I think understanding compatibility in terms of just base, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I get, I get it. We, yeah, we just, we just looked at it from two different spots, which is, I think, which is, it. yeah, which is, which is the point, my friend. Y'all, look at us doing exactly what we wanted to yeah. do with this. My we last could- note on this uh, was sometimes there really is nothing better than going out with your other single friends and just having a night with them. Cause the episode ends with the group going out for a movie and Carrie, like there's nothing like going out with your single girlfriends. It's like, yeah, I remember that time. Oh yeah. That's yep. I don't know when but we'll ne- ever do that again. 
But it's like pandemic land kind of uh, put that to a stop. Even though I will have I will have some pizza with um with my buddy Mark regularly, but we're both in healthcare, so we got yeah we got our vaccines together. Hell yeah, what you up? did! Boom boom! It's a vaccinated bitch right there. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, well, that was episode three. I feel like it was pretty clear neither one of us enjoyed that episode. Oh no! Oh no! This episode was absolute bullshit. It was a struggle for sure. It was, yeah, um, for different reasons. Also, it, because it hit home, but then it also felt foreign. Yeah, for sure. Well. I think that I think that wraps up for uh, episode three. Yeah, there we we did it. We did it so hard. Yeah, we yeah we we dove right in, right into that shallow um, end of the pool. Shallow end with our cosmopolitans and our sunglasses, watching the other assholes swim. God, yes, swim in it. Hey, Paige, where can people find you on social media? Oh, uh, Paige Scott on Instagram. And uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, we are at cityscapepink at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm and- on Twitter at Miranda Narig. That's the only social media I've got, though. So Woot, woot! Yeah, it's real nice. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Shoot us an email. You know, tell us you know, how much you love tell us. Tell us you're pretty, or if you have any disagreements, or tell us about that time that uh, someone a woman, propositioned you with sex. Yeah, somebody propositioned you with sex at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I really hope we find out. <laughs> just, 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 just come at us. Yeah, it's fine. I love it. Great. It'll be great. We'll, right. we'll we'll be cool about it. It'll be our little secret. Absolutely. <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye.